Chapman University, where big ideas are born. We strive to become multidimensional, original thinkers. The kind of people who flourish in a challenging world. The kind of people who rise to every occasion. The kind of people who can accomplish anything imaginable. Welcome to Chapman Chats. This is a time for you to explore your options and do research on what different colleges and universities have to offer. We hope you can tune in to learn more about who we are at Chapman and get some general tips on the college search and application process. Hello everyone, welcome to Chapman Chats. My name is Nicole Arbanigi, I'm gonna be your host today. We're gonna be talking a little bit about our Fowler School of Engineering and I am with one of our professors as well as a student from the School of Engineering. Just give you a little information about what we have to offer here. So I'll let you both introduce yourself. Eric, you wanna start first? Thanks so much for having me, Nicole. Um, I'm Eric Lindstedt. I'm the Senior Associate Dean here in the Fowler School of Engineering at Chapman and also an Associate Professor of Computer Science. I've had the good fortune of being at Chapman as a faculty member since 2003 um, and have taught pretty much every computer science course imaginable since then. And I think that for me, um, being able to have a job where I get to go and interact with people who are excited about starting a career in engineering is a really great way to spend my day. Hi guys, my name is Lauren. I'm a rising junior. I'm a software engineering major. I'm also part of the university honors program, so that's a little bit about me. Great. Um, so can you each tell me a little bit about your favorite aspect of Fowler, whether it's like a little elevator pitch or some of your favorite experiences, just to give a general idea of what the school is like? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, I think even though the Fowler School of Engineering is relatively new, it was built out of programs that have been at Chapman a long time. For example, our computer science program, which has been at Chapman since the late 1970s. And I think it's always been a program that sort of prided itself on being hands-on, experiential, a lot of um, a lot of good interaction between students and faculty. And so I think for me, the thing that really defines Fowler is that idea of one, the engineer is a builder. You come in, you get your hands dirty, and you really start to appreciate what it means to actually solve impactful problems, impactful socially and scientifically. Um, and then two, I really think that it's an environment where engineering's for everyone. And so if you are inspired by the idea of solving difficult technical problems, that's a place where you can be and it doesn't matter what your high school experience looked like or whether you identify as a STEM person or not, you can just go and really think about what it means to, to build, um, to try and improve the human condition. Yeah, I definitely agree with like that engineering's for everyone. I came from a high school where there wasn't a lot of opportunities for like STEM programming. So I was very intimidated by like the aspect of being like an engineering major right from the beginning, but um, everybody is so like collaborative and welcoming that it was really easy to just jump right in. I didn't feel like I have like way less experience than everyone else. I felt like, oh, I can, I'm just as capable as everybody else. So that was like super nice. And that's what like really sold me on it. And that's why like I never like changed majors or anything like that. I, I fit right in. What would you say the typical experience is like for an engineering student? And obviously we have a student here, but you can jump in talking about um, the way that you've interacted with students in the past or if, if you've done research with any students. Um, but Lauren, if you want to start with just like your personal experience as a student. I'd say it's very hands-on like that is definitely a huge aspect but it's really nice I also think it's really you kind of take a very well-rounded approach to engineering like you learn a lot of different facets so like there's a couple of different engineering majors or you could do like comp sci or data science but you definitely get a good foundation in like everything kind of engineering related you get to like meet a bunch of different um, perspectives and I also something that's really nice about the engineering is um, all the professors have a lot of like 
backgrounds there's not a very like cookie cutter way that the professors kind of look either so you it's it's really well-rounded like there's a lot of different perspectives coming together so you're going to meet like a bunch of different types of engineering students also just with Chapman in general like because you're able to take so many different like double majors or minors you're going to find a lot of like unique combinations like I always talk about how I know someone who is computer science and like film production so just a lot of different like perspectives on how engineering looks. Yeah, I, I agree. I really do think that if you look uh, at our faculty, uh, not only do we have faculty that are really world-renowned researchers who are very eager to work with undergraduates in the lab and publish papers and things like that, but a lot of our faculty actually come from industry. For example, I spent 12 years at, at Boeing before I really decided to go and be a full-time academic. And so I think I am able to bring a lot of those industry best practices and lessons learned into the classroom in a way that benefits the students, not just in terms of their academic preparation, but also in terms of their career path and being able to go out and differentiate themselves as someone that is still early in their overall career trajectory, but still very mature in their thinking when it comes to solving engineering problems. And I think that's something that's always been been true. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's not a it's not a fact that I keep hitting, but I'm a Chapman alum. I'm class of 2001. And so for most of my adult life, I've sort of benefited from the environment that Chapman offers, which is if you're uh, intellectually curious person who likes getting different perspectives and interacting with different sorts of people, this is a great place to come and, and make a, at least an intellectual home for yourself. Yeah, so I feel like we've touched a little bit on this, but what makes a successful engineering student? Obviously, you've talked about like, you know, broadening your perspectives and collaborating with each other, but is there is there something that either you've learned from being a student, like, this is what it really takes to succeed. And then, I mean, you've had a lot of students pass through your classroom. Um, what sets the good ones apart, I guess you could say. You know, I don't I don't know that it's so much specific to, to engineering as it is to life. But I mean, one thing I, I have learned, and I've certainly learned this with age and experience, but like fearlessness goes a long way, right? Mm, I like that. That th thinking that you can tackle something that maybe you're not familiar or comfortable with, but it's going to be all right. And in fact, even there's a fair amount of learning that can be done from failure. And so learning to fail early and perhaps even fail often, but learn from those experiences, that's really valuable especially when you're building um, and you're building to try and solve hard problems. And so, for example, in the curriculum, um, we have the Grand Challenges Initiative and this, this course called Engineering 101. And the entire point is from the first day you show up as a freshman to start breaking things and getting your hands dirty and figuring out what works and what doesn't work. And that will help you become fearless. And that opens up all sorts of doors, right? Once you're no longer afraid of failing at something or trying something different. I would say take like a wide variety of classes, not just like sticking to being in the engineering classes. Um, like obviously those are important as well, but like I've found that I was at one point I was taking like comp sci classes and then also honors classes and then classes like through Crean in um, like CCI, Creative and Cultural Industries. And I could find like connections between all three all at the same time, which not everybody can like say that about the classes they're taking when they're so wildly different, but like seeing all those different subjects all at once, like I was able to like make so many connections, which I think really like well, like rounded out the classes I was in and gave me a lot of like unique um, like ideas to put into the class. So just like, not being afraid of taking things that aren't like super related to like maybe your major, like things that just interest you in general. I like that. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to our audience, a lot of these students are prospective um, high school students. 
and they're looking at, you know, maybe going into engineering or a math science based major, what can they start doing now to prepare themselves? Is there anything? You know, I think if, if you're excited about it, uh, then, you know, it always is a good idea to get a little bit more math under your belt, right? So, I mean, uh, whether you're studying electrical engineering or computer engineering or computer science, um, at some point you will encounter calculus. And so if you can have that experience in high school, great. If not, that's okay too. Same thing, uh, some schools offer AP computer science. If you can do that, that's great. If not, that's okay too. Uh, all the programs in the School of Engineering are meant to be self-contained. And so if you're excited to be an engineer, whether that's electrical or computer or data science or software engineering or anything else, show up and we'll teach you what you need to know. And I think part of that is this idea that engineering should be for everyone and not just the few that decided uh, in high school that they were meant to be engineers. Everyone figures things out in their own. Everyone's path is different. And so uh, if you are a high school senior and just now thinking that engineering is exciting, cool. Like we would like you to think about Chapman as well. Yeah, as someone that didn't have any experience, um, I was like very nervous coming in, but I found that like all my classes were very accommodating to like every type of student, no matter how much the experience they had. Um, you definitely can take things that help you. Like I did take calculus and stuff, but I didn't know that I was going to need it because I didn't know what major I was going to be in in the beginning. But um, like I just think honestly, just having like an open mind and like being afraid to fail and afraid to ask questions, like that's just what's going to help you succeed. I don't think there's like one right way to be like an engineering student. Yeah. And, you know, I think the other thing that's worth saying is we've structured our engineering programs with enough commonality where you get to explore along the way. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you come in thinking that you really like electrical engineering, but no, it turns out you like computer engineering or data science. We make it easier for you to find the right path. Um, we offer the courses that need to be offered when they need to be offered. And so there's never a concern that by exploring a little bit, you're going to hurt your academic progress. We encourage people to figure out what it is that makes them happy and pursue that path, even if they figure it out as a sophomore rather than an incoming freshman. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this, this question is specific for Eric. You're special. Um, can you tell me what your favorite thing about teaching at Chapman is? It's probably the closest thing I'll ever get to being a stand-up comedian. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, that, that's kind of true. Well, I think that the, the students are hungry, and especially right now, the School of Engineering is new enough where I think there's a real appreciation that the students are helping build this School of Engineering, right? Um, we have an incredibly dynamic curriculum. We have a curriculum that includes classes like, for example, 3D printing or advanced 3D printing or material science courses or all sorts of really bleeding edge machine learning and cybersecurity courses. It's stuff that isn't always taught at the undergrad level. And so I feel like the students really are excited about these opportunities. And then as a faculty member, you feed off of those excitement, that excitement, right? You, you can feel that you're, it's, you know, really a two-way street and you're learning from each other. So I think that's probably the best part of it. Um, and, you know, I think followed by the fact that after four years, you see students come out of their courses and they get amazing jobs um, and they go off and I don't know go to either great industry gigs or um, awesome graduate programs and it's like well it's great to have played some little part of that right so I think for me that's what makes teaching great um, plus you know in general I think that um, I think that having a captive audience that has to laugh at your bad jokes right that's always a winning <laughs> they situation have to come to your class absolutely absolutely <laughs> Lauren do you have a favorite aspect of just being a student in the engineering school or maybe like a, a favorite class that you've taken a favorite memory some research anything like that um I 
I'll go with my favorite class because I always hype up this class and this professor, I guess. Um, th- I did take 3D printing with John Humphreys, and I just think he's like a fantastic professor and definitely one of my highlights of Chapman um, so far. He's just like very attentive to all of his students, but that's like a overall theme of engineering classes. I've found that like your professors know who you are and they're very attentive and I've gotten a lot of good relationships with my professors, which is super nice as well. Um, but like I said, I find that in most classes, it was just, he's really funny and like it was just a really interesting class. Like Eric was saying that like not everybody gets to take 3D printing. It doesn't even really fall into my curriculum, but I still got to take it and I like loved it. And just the fact that like, it was something super interesting and I was super engaged in it. And then like I had a lot of like one-on-one time with um, my professor, like that made it really great as well. Wonderful. Um, Can we talk a little bit about what job opportunities are out there after graduation or maybe internship opportunities, research um, from what you've seen with all of your students? And then if you have any experience personally. Yeah. uh, So in terms of opportunities, I mean, really the job market um, right now is white hot when it comes to all things engineering and computation. Uh, And so, you know, the majority of our students, when they graduate, they've either completed an internship or a research rotation and very often have employment lined up. Um, some of the companies that we've placed recently, you know, in the last uh, couple of months with this past graduating class, um, we've put folks at Amazon, uh, Facebook, Meta, um, uh, Microsoft, SpaceX, Boeing, Aerospace Corporation, Dell, um, and a lot of the and a lot of the others, including um, some small to medium Orange County businesses, because obviously the the tech um, scene in, in in OC is is alive and well. So our students seem to be well prepared to go off and compete at, you know, all the the largest companies that you would expect an engineering student to want to be able to go and and potentially seek employment at. Um, And I think that will continue to be the case. Uh, I don't see that changing anytime soon. But yeah, I think that, you know, again, this sort of tells us that our hands-on approach to engineering is working, right? Because we don't have students that just have a great theoretical background, but they can get through a job interview um, and are able to display skills that are valued to employers, including soft skills that a lot of times we hear engineering students are lacking when they finally go off into the workplace. Yeah, I I haven't personally had like an internship or anything yet, but I am like in the process and like looking for one in the next year. But I do have to say like with the resources at Chapman has been really easy to like get set up. Like um, I know like kind of making my resume was super easy and I got to work with like the resources at Chapman. Um, And also just like our location, like being in Orange County and close to LA, I've found that there's like an endless amount of internships out there. So it's super easy to like get connected to the area around. Um, Yeah. So like I haven't done one quite yet, but it's, I, I anticipate it to be um, like a pretty easy process and I'm like, I'm greatly grateful for like the career office and stuff so that I can like get started on all of that. And then I know, Eric, you get this question all day, all night. What is the plan for the ABA accreditation? Is it in the future? What are we thinking? Yeah, it is in the future. So the rule for ABET accreditation is you have to graduate your first full cohort, then you can apply for ABET. And when you receive accreditation, then it's retroactive to all your your past graduating classes. And so for us, that means if you look at our most recent undergraduate program, electrical engineering, if we wait until that first cohort graduates, it probably puts accreditation for us somewhere in the 2024 or 2025 um, timeframe. And, you know, I think, um, I think we'll very likely do that. Um, 
That being said, I can say 100% with full confidence, I have never seen ABET accreditation get in the way of anyone's career prospects. And in fact, if you look at a lot of universities, they've ceased to accredit their um, their programs in like computer science and electrical engineering because it doesn't really matter anymore. Um, for disciplines like civil engineering, where you sit for professional engineering exams or licensures, ABET is still a very important thing to have definitely less so in other fields. Um, and so I would say for folks that are really worried about it, um, start Googling your your favorite biggest name schools and see what programs the ABAT accredit. And you might be surprised at the programs that aren't accredited at very large and uh, large name engineering schools. Interesting. All right. Well, if you have any further questions for either Lauren or Eric, you can definitely reach out. Lauren is on our Unibuddy platform. And then maybe one day you can take one of Eric's classes slash comedy stand-up gigs. Um, but thank you both for being here and giving us some insight on what the engineering school looks like and all of the amazing opportunities that are out there. So that is all for today. Chapman Chats out. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning into Chapman Chats. Visit chapman.edu to explore degrees and programs, schedule a virtual tour, or even attend an information session. Need guidance throughout the application process? Be sure to connect with your admission counselor. We're here to help. We'll see you next time.